this evening. I want to turn your attention to the book of Luke again tonight. Luke chapter 12, beginning in verse 41. Luke chapter 12, beginning in verse 41. How many know that God requires his people to be faithful in these last days? Amen. How many know he ain't looking for half-hearted service? Uh, he's looking for whole-hearted service. Um, you know, on that day when we stand before him, he's going to either say one of two words. Well done, my good and faithful servant, or depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. Uh, notice that first one he said. I w- the, he'll either say, well done, my good and faithful servant. But I'm afraid many people ain't serving him faithful tonight like they need to be. People ain't sold out to Christ like they need to be sold out. Tonight I'm going to speak to you right here where Jesus spoke on the unfaithful servant. And I'm telling you, if there's ever been a time we need to quit living for a few years we got here on this earth, uh, and we need to start living for eternity. Amen? Quit trying to build for this world and start preparing for the next one. Amen? Luke 12, beginning in verse 41 through verse 48 right here. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, do you speak this parable unto us or even to all? And the Lord said, Who then is faithful and wise steward? whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season. Blessed is the servant whom his Lord when he comes shall find so doing. Amen. How many don't want to be found doing when the Lord's are coming? Amen. Have a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if But, and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord delays his coming and shall begin to beat the men, servants, and maidens and to eat and drink and to be drunken, the Lord of the servant will come in a day when he looks not for him, in an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in sunder and will appoint him in portion with the unbelievers. And the servant who knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Now listen to verse 48. But he who do, did, knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with a few stripes. Now listen to what Jesus says right here. For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall much be required. And to whom men have committed much of him they will ask the more. Do you see something right there in verse 47 and verse 48 right there? Somebody knew the will of God but did not do it and began to become unfaithful. That person's going to have some beatings beaten to them, different degree. In verse 48, right there, there was one who didn't know, but still worthy of stripes to be beaten. Who got the worst? The one who knew and did not know. The servant who knew. To much who is given, much is required. For this church tonight, I'm going to speak to you on that unfaithful servant. Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear Lord, tonight, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to just move, dear God, and give me the words you would have me to speak, dear Lord, tonight. I pray for your anointing, Lord, in here tonight. I pray that you stir hearts that we serve you with everything that we got. I pray tonight, Lord, that you search every 
every one of us, from the youngest to the oldest, that our hearts will be stirred. Start in this pulpit tonight and work your way back then and make sure that we're serving you. Anoint me to speak your word, Lord, and we give you the glory, dear God, the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I'm telling you, idleness, non-involvement, non-commitment has gripped the church. I preached that Wednesday night a little bit. People are not faithful to the things of God. Jesus made a statement right here in Luke 12, verses 41 through 48. He talked about an unfaithful servant. Notice that person was a servant. At one point, you know, they had to start out on the right journey. At one point, they knew what was going on. When I read this, I find a servant who knew what the Lord had told him. I find someone who knew the Lord was coming. But let me tell you, he got unfaithful. What started out well now become unfaithful. And I've come by to tell you tonight, you need to stay on the course tonight. I've come by to tell you tonight, it ain't a time to get slack. Amen? I've come by to tell you tonight, it's a time to get dedicated. It's time to get faithful. It's time to get hungry. It's time to take the things of God serious. Once again, oh God, give us a church in this last day with a people that says, I'm living for eternity. I'm not living for the few years I got here, but I'm living for you tonight to spend it with you. I'm telling you this unfaithful servant, he started out with a commitment. In order to be an unfaithful servant, I believe he started out faithful and he was a servant. It told me he knew the Lord. It told me he was on the right track. How many know well times people can start it out on the right track but they get off track. This tells me this servant had a commitment to God. He made a vow to God. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 4 and 5 when thou vowest a vow unto God defer not to pay it for he had no pleasures in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed better is it that thou shalt not vow than thou should vow and not pay. What are you getting at tonight, preacher? Well, let me tell you for a few minutes. For Let me stop here for a little bit. Can I have a little while tonight? Can I have all night tonight? Amen. Listen, I look in the Bible and I see men that make a vow to God. I see Ananias and Sapphira in the New Testament who sold their portion, said they were going to give it to God. And guess what? When they sold it, they didn't give it. They dropped over dead, and great fear came on the church. Were you saying, I ain't telling God I'm giving him money or anything like that? No. But if you made a vow to serve him, that's the same thing tonight. Amen? If you said, I'm going to give him all, guess what? He's looking for all. Amen? When you say, I'm going to serve the Lord, let me tell you, God's holding you up to that. Amen? When you say, I'm going to give him everything that I got, I'm going to serve him with all that I've got. When you say, I'm going to be faithful to him, you know what you're doing? You're making a vow before God. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? Well, this unfaithful servant, at one time he made a vow before God. And let me tell you, Solomon wrote right there by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he said it would be better not to make a vow to God than to make a vow to God. 
God and break it. I'm afraid many of the church world is breaking their vow to God tonight. Amen. I'm afraid many people ain't on fire like they need to be. I'm afraid many people ain't serving him like they need to be. Oh, y'all quiet on me tonight. But I'm preaching to you tonight. I'm telling you, people are so undedicated to the things of God. People are become like this unfaithful servant. And I'm telling you in this last day, you better be watching for in an hour you think not, he comes again. I'm telling you, people ain't involved. People ain't hungry. Oh God, I'll serve you. If you was here this morning, I preached the message on counting the cost. People don't count the cost. Oh, I'll serve you, but don't let it cost me anything. It's online now if you want to hear it. Oh, God, I want, I want everything. I want heaven, but I don't want to get committed to you. Amen? I want, the thing, I want to go have eternal life, but I don't want to serve you. There you have many of people's got that attitude. Can I tell you, you ain't going to have it, get to heaven without Jesus. Amen? You ain't going to get to heaven half, half-hearted tonight. You ain't going to get to heaven being unfaithful to him tonight. I'm telling you tonight, this unfaithful servant, he started out on the right track, but he got off the track. He began to get wrapped up in the things of this world. You see what happens to get people off track? How many know they get their eyes off Jesus? How many know they get their eyes on everything else? And all of a sudden, they're entangled with the things of this world again. Amen? In 2 Timothy 2 and 4, no man entangles himself with the affairs of his life uh, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier who chose you to be a soldier his name is Jesus tonight Uh, let me tell you I know we all got things we got to do I know many have jobs I know many have activities but let me tell you tonight your first priority belongs to the king of kings and the lord of lords I ain't got time to get entangled with the system of this world. I ain't got time to get so wrapped up in my living that I forget about serving him. Amen. I ain't got time to get so wrapped up in my activities that I don't have time for God. Oh God help us to find some people who will be entangled with him tonight. My gosh. They get so wrapped up in the cares of living, in the activities of this world. You know who gets left behind? Christ. Amen? Christ gets left behind. Amen? Oh, we got this and we got that. When's the last time you said, I've got Jesus first? We got all of this going on. When's the last time he said, I got Jesus marked on my calendar for Sunday morning, Sunday night. I got Jesus marked on it for Wednesday night. I got Jesus on it for Bible study. When's the last time you got so entangled with Christ? Let me tell you, if you seek him first in his righteousness, all these other things are about added unto you. I guarantee you tonight, when your servant becomes unfaithful, this is where it begins. They get so wrapped up in the cares of life, they don't even think about the things of God. They make the things of this world their priority. Our priority ain't our life. 
Our priority ain't our activities. Our priority ain't our pleasure. Our priority is to be a soldier who's pleasing to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords tonight. Can I have somebody that says I'm here to please the Lord? And I have somebody that says I'm going to be faithful to God. And I have somebody that says I'm not going to get entangled with the things of this world that I forget about him. I've got to be about his business. I've got to be about doing his will. I'm telling you, Jesus talked about the day that he would show up. You know, he said it would be in the days of Noah. Just like the days of Noah. He said they were eating, drinking, and giving in marriage till the day they entered to the ark and the flood come. Don't get me wrong. There was nothing wrong with getting married. There was nothing wrong. I've got to have me a steak. I plan on having me some chicken wings here in a little bit. Yes, I like hot wings. I can eat them things all day long, tossing. Hen, hen. <laughs> but listen, the hotter they are, the better. Listen, nothing wrong with that. I like a good Mountain Dew, drinking a Mountain Dew. Don't anybody else with me? You know what he was talking about there? He said they got so wrapped up in their activity, they had no idea what was about to befall them. He said that's the way this generation would be when the Son of Man cometh again. And I'm telling you tonight, right here before our very eyes, it's happening. People are wrapped up in everything else. They forget about their service to God. Amen. They're so wrapped up in everything else, they don't know what's getting ready to befall on this earth. They're so wrapped up with their casual lifestyle, they ain't even thinking about Christ tonight. Oh, you better watch out. Because in an hour where you think not, the Son of Man will come again. Oh, gosh, help us. Don't get entangled with the things. I know everybody's got things they got to do. But don't forget about, don't let them things entangle you that you forget about your first priority. Can I tell you tonight, I got a daughter in North Carolina that I love with everything. She's my pride and joy. She's my mini-me, amen? She's going to, if the Lord tarries, she's going to take up my footsteps, amen? But let me tell you, the greatest priority in the world belongs to Christ tonight. Amen? How many know that tonight? Your greatest order belongs to Christ. You can't get so wrapped up in the cares of this world that you forget about Jesus before you know it. You'll be out the door and you'll find yourself being that unfaithful servant. Amen? Because you're more involved. You've got your eyes off Christ and you've got your eyes on the world. Can I tell you where backsliding begins? It begins when you get your eyes off Jesus and get your eyes on to everything else. I'm telling you it's time for some people to say my priority is to serve the Lord God Jehovah tonight. I want to find him to find me about his business when he comes. Anybody want to find him? Him to find you? Boy, wouldn't it be something. I'd love to be in a pulpit when that trumpet blows. 
Like what Brother Jack said, every time I do a funeral, I think the same thing he does when I'm in a graveyard. Wouldn't it be something for a trump to blow? Amen. Before I finish that, I'll say this. I did a friend, buddy of mine, a good friend of mine's wedding down in North Carolina. <laughs> I may get stoned here. I said, I'm going to give about three seconds of time to see if a trumpet blows. <laughs> I said, you better pray the Lord. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, I think about it. People's unaware. They're caught off guard. Told you this morning, people will say 930 is too early for church. But 5 o'clock being in front of Walmart on Black Friday sure ain't. Amen. I ain't going to be in Black Friday. They can keep their junk. Amen. I order it offline if I want it bad and get it for the cheaper price. <laughs> no, but people say, oh, we got all this, we got all that. Well, let me tell you, you better keep your eyes on the price. People ain't faithful to God no more. They're faithful to everything else but God. I told you, I believe it was Wednesday night. One night I said it, I don't remember. I said the world's crowd's more faithful to their system than the people of God. You want me to prove a point? You ride by a honky-tonk on Friday or Saturday night. That parking lot's full, amen? But if you come to a house of God on Sunday morning or Sunday night or Wednesday night, it's half-empty parking lots. I just wish the people that were called by his name would be as faithful to him as the world is to their crowd. Amen? I don't back off of that statement. It's time for some people to get faithful before God. What i tell you what we got in this last day is we got an unfaithful generation. We got a lukewarm generation. Has no idea what's about coming. They heard it. They know the stories. But they have become lax in their walk. It ain't time to get lax. It ain't time to get slack. It's time to get fall on fire. It's time for the church to get full of the Holy Ghost. My Lord, I feel like I'm preaching tonight. Listen. People are slack. They are wrapped up. And everything else. They forget about the most important. Christ. So what if you gain the world? Can I tell you, you can be a billionaire. It don't mean a hill of beans when you stand before him. You can be the most famous person they are. You think he's going to look who you was on this earth, I'm so-and-so. I'm so-and-so. He ain't looking for that. He's looking for the blood. Amen? So what if you gained the whole world? But if you lose your soul, you lost it all right there. I don't need the world. I need Jesus. Amen? I don't need the things of this world. I just need the King of kings and the Lord of lords tonight. Amen? You see what this evil servant does? He becomes unfaithful because he gets carried away in the cares of this life. Verse 25, but if the servant say in his heart, didn't say with his mouth, said he said it in his heart, it eventually come out, but actions are in the heart, amen? 
and actions come out of you. My Lord delayeth his coming, and he shall begin to beat the men, servants, and maidens, and to eat and drink, and to be drunken. What he done is he began to play around with the world again. Amen? Can I tell you tonight, you can't have it both ways. You will either have Jesus or you'll have the world, but you can't have both of them tonight. Amen? What happened was he began to say in his heart, I've got plenty of time left. He ain't showing up. He's not coming. He, we've heard this all of their life. Let me tell you, that unfaithful servant ain't looking for the Lord. If you ain't looking for the Lord tonight, I'm about ready to tell you, you need to get your heart in order tonight. Amen? Because somebody's heart that's in order is looking for the coming of the Messiah. Amen? I'm looking for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm not looking to this world. I'm looking for the King tonight. That unfaithful servant begins, one time he looked, but now he's got slack. That's the reason half the people don't believe in the rapture of the church no more. Oh, I heard it all my life. I have too. But one day it's going to happen. And it's closer now than it's ever been before. If you don't believe it, you just go turn on the news and you'll see the Bible being played out right before your eyes. But the unfaithful servant said, I'm not looking. Oh, he ain't a coming. But I'll tell you why. Because his heart's not fixed towards God. I'm about ready to put my foot in my mouth. Long behold, if you want a few more years in this wicked world. Did you hear me? My heart longs for the coming of the Lord. Amen. I've heard people tell me before. I've heard them tell me, oh, I just want to graduate college. I want to get me a family fortune before he comes. And I think to myself, stay here because I'm ready for him to come. Amen. Amen. Ready or not, guess what? He's a coming. We better be ready. At that point of time, he's a coming. People said, oh, we got plenty of time. You don't really have plenty of time. Can I tell you that tonight? You don't have plenty of time. Can I bust your bubble tonight? You don't have plenty of time. Amen. The unfaithful servant thinks they got plenty of time. The unfaithful servant thinks they got more years to go. I've told you before, it would be by the grace of God if this world's got five more years in the shape that it is right now. Amen. I'm just going to tell you that right now again. It'd be by the grace if we got another year. Wouldn't it be something by the end of this month that the trump of God blows? Amen. Wouldn't it be something by the end of this month that he shows up? I don't know about you, but when he shows up, I want to be about his business. Amen. I want to be about his business. Amen. I want to be in the house of God. I want to be preaching the word of God. Amen. Think about Charlie and Connie there. Half, half their days going through the month, most of it spent in the house of God. Amen. I want to have that testimony to be about his business. But an unfaithful servant will rarely attend church. Ooh, did you see that? Where's it saying in the scripture? Forsake not the assembling yourself together as you see that day approaching. Second of all, Jesus didn't expect you to come. He would have never established it. Amen. 
They rarely attend it. Slack, I'm telling you, it's a shame. Some people can't give him three hours a week. Don't even tell me you give him everything when you can't give him a couple hours. Amen. I, I hit it this morning. I'll use them again tonight. I got some family down in North Carolina that never go to church, but they'll tell you they're right. I tell them, uh, my, my reply with them is this. If your faith ain't strong enough to get you to the house of God, it ain't going to be strong enough to get you to heaven. Did you hear that? Let me tell you, an unfaithful servant loves the pleasures of this world more than they love God. You know, Paul spoke about that condition right in the last day. He said they'd be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Did you hear that? I was watching some football before, and I seen stadiums full. I like football, but I'd rather be in the house of God. Amen? I was thinking, well, win or lose, they ain't going to do nothing for me. Hey, all they want is my money, and I ain't going to give it to them. I'm going to give it to somebody that deserves it. I'm going to give my time to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You see, I got an issue when churches have Super Bowl parties. Can I get that again? Can I say that again? I have an issue when they have kickoff Sundays. I take issue with that. It's nothing more than a gimmick. You're giving some people time that ain't done nothing for you. I don't want to give them time when I can give the king some time. I'm telling you, he's done everything for me that I can ever do. Amen? I'm telling you, but people love the pleasure of this world more than they do the things of God because they ain't bearing their cross. Amen? You think, I told you this morning, just to back up if you wasn't here this morning, you ain't going to follow Christ on easy terms. Amen? Too many people want on easy terms. That easy terms is inspired from the pits of hell. There's a cross to bear. Anybody know that? There's a cross to pick up. There's a cross to follow him. They want it on easy terms. They want it their way. Convenience store Christianity. What's a convenience store? At my convenience, I'll go there. It don't work like that. An unfaithful servant places their life above their spiritual life. They put priority on their physical life rather than their spiritual life. Can I tell you right now, can I put this into your terms? You need to look at this body you're in and you need to understand it's going to perish one way or the other. It's going to change. We're going to depart this through the grave or we're going to change at the rapture. Amen? Amen. One of the ways it's going to happen, you ain't going to live in this body. I'm telling you, too many people are living for the few years they got on this earth. I'm telling you, it's time to start living for our eternal years. Amen? It's time to start laying up treasures in heaven tonight. You see, another thing, let me tell you, an unfaithful servant has lost their way. 
What do you mean they lost their way? They've lost their hunger. They've lost their zeal. And they lost their appetite for the things of God. You need to ask yourself, do I have that same hunger that I once had? Do I have that same zeal that I once had? Do I have that same appetite that I once had for the things of God? And if you say no, it's time to get down and get that appetite in the altar again. You've lost your way. Or do you have that attitude, I can go days without reading. Days without, and it don't even bother me if I go a week or two at a time without even spending time in his presence. I'm hard tonight, ain't I? I'm preaching it as the Holy Ghost has given me. Running me down the road, I tell you, God's got another. <laughs> Amen. But I'm telling you in this last day that we're living, people are unfaithful. They've lost their zeal. God help me today, I lose my zeal. The preach will be the day I step down until I get it back. Amen. The day I lose my hunger for the things of God is the day this preacher needs to step aside and get things in order. Amen. You hear me. People don't have that hunger for God no more. I'm telling you, they've lost their ways. The unfaithful servant will lose his ways before God. God, forgive us for not being like the Acts church. Don't tell me you'll give your life when you won't give him your time or your money. Amen. Don't tell me you'll give him everything, but you won't give him, you want to save your life. Remember what Jesus said, he that seeks to save his life shall lose his life, but he that will lose his life for my sake shall save it. I'm here to tell you, you need to lose your life tonight. Y'all quiet. But I've come by to tell you, thus said the Lord, you need to lose your life tonight. And you need to have it crucified. It's not yet an I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me. It's John the Baptist that says, I must decrease where he can increase. Amen. That means we lose our life. It's not my will, but thy will be done. It's time for some saints of God to get hungry for a move of God. Amen. It's time to say, I'm going to become that faithful servant. You see, you're one of two things tonight. You're either a faithful servant or you're an unfaithful servant. Did you hear me? You're one of the two. It's like I tell people. Somebody told me one time, I don't serve nobody. I said, well, that's a lie to begin with because everybody serves somebody. You either live for Christ or you live for the devil. It's one of the two. In the, in the house of God, you're either a faithful servant or you're an unfaithful servant. I don't know about you, but I want those words. Well done, my good and faithful 
servant. Can you imagine somebody that sat on pews all days and know the truth to have to stand before him to hear the words, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. I don't want to hear those words. I don't want you to hear those words. I want you to hear those words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. I want to take as many people to glory with me as I can. Amen. Amen. Even if it means I've got to, if you ain't had your foot stomped on, put your feet out. Because it's time for me to stomp them. Give me a rock and I'll, st- I'll get an ouch one way out of you. I get stomped before I get up here. Y'all get it from me. I get it straight from the portals of glory. I get whipped by him himself. Amen. But listen, the question is, am I as faithful to Christ as I can be? Or do I try to play the unfaithful servant? You're one of the two. Too many people are trying to have Jesus and they're trying to have the world. As I told you earlier, you'll have, you can have Jesus or you can have the world, but you cannot have both. You see, the unfaithful servant is going to get caught off guard. That's what Jesus said. Here's what that... Um, In verse 46, the Lord of the servant will come in a day when he looks not for him and in an hour when he is not aware and will cut him asunder and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. What are you getting at? I'll tell you what the unfaithful servants are doing. Hang on. I'll give you about 10 more minutes. They're skip, skip, skip to the loo. They're playing in their sandboxes. On their swing set, not aware of what's going on. They're playing around. Ring around the roses. Pocket full of something I don't remember. See, somebody knows that I didn't. Red Rover, Red Rover. Send Junior right over. That's what they're playing. They're playing it tonight. That's the way they're acting. The unfaithful servant saying, send them right over. I'm telling you, this is what the unfaithful servant's doing. They're not paying attention to what's going on. And behind the corner, here comes somebody. Here he comes, getting ready to catch him off guard. The, king, the Lord shows up while they're playing Red Rover, skip, skip, skip to the loo and whatever else, soggy doggy, where's your bone, or whatever else they want to play. Let me tell you, all of a sudden, the Lord shows up. Amen. Because that's what the unfaithful servants doing is playing around. They're playing around. And all of a sudden, when they ain't looking and they're caught up in the midst of their game, here he comes. Here he comes. They're, these some faithful servant is no longer aware of the time, sign of the time. They're unaware it's time for the Lord because their eyes have been closed. 
they're just living for themselves. Then all of a sudden, here comes the Lord. It shows up and catches them off guard. This servant was not even looking. He was thinking he had plenty of time. See, I've come by to tell you tonight, I've come by to bust your bubble. You don't have plenty of time. You don't believe me. Look around. It sounds like a lot of people today, this unfaithful servant that Jesus spoke about. Here's the sad thing. It ain't the world. They ain't supposed to be looking for him. The church is supposed to be looking for him. Amen. I'd expect that attitude from the world. But God help us just grip the church. There ain't no excuse for the ignorance of the servant. Verses 47, 48. And the servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself. Notice that prepared not. That means you've got to prepare yourself. Amen. Neither did according to his will, God's will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who knew not, and to commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with a few stripes. For unto whom much, whosoever much is given of him shall be much required. And to whom have committed, men committed much of him, they will ask the more. The first one knew, but he done nothing. Did you hear me? The first one he talked about knew but done nothing. The second one didn't know but committed things that were worthy of stripes. You know what? Both are going to get punished. But guess who got the greater degree of punishment? Amen? The one who knew but did not prepare himself. The last part of verse 48. I'm getting ready to close it out here in just a minute. says it like this. For unto whom much is given, much is required. Can I tell you God's going to require more of you? Because you've been given. Here's Jimmy's thought. Church, let me just say this. He requires more of you than he does of the world. Did you just say that? I just said it because you're supposed to know. And you don't do nothing about it? Here's just a thought from Jimmy. I believe it shows us different, greater degrees of punishment. This is Jimmy. I don't want to find out, but this is what I think right here. I believe it shows us different degrees of punishment of hell. All of hell is going to be bad. Don't get me wrong. But for the one who knew and did nothing to prepare himself, can you imagine the torment that he's going to get? After all, that first one was beaten with many stripes. The one who knew, the one who had been given much but didn't do with it, nothing with it. He had many stripes. The second one, didn't know he had few stripes. Both were beaten. Can I tell you, I think one of the greatest tortures of hell 
would die in a backslidden state. To be that unfaithful servant. To start out. After all, the back my point up. Peter tells us it would be, had been better to have known the way of righteousness. Better have not known it than to have known it than to toot and then turn from it. Now my question for you tonight is are you that faithful or unfaithful servant? Everyone standing in here tonight. I'm going to give you this quick. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Ghost has given me right now. Don't play around tonight. But God said it's time for some to get their house in order. It's time to get your house in order tonight. It's time to get down to business with God. Quit being, playing around. Who says I want to get my house in order? I want my house in order tonight. I want my house in order because I don't want to be caught off guard playing Red Rover, Red Rover. I don't want to be playing around because much is given, much is required. Tonight, if you went into eternity, this would be, and you had to stand before him, this message would be brought up to you because it has been given. I have delivered the word of the Lord. Now, what shall you do with this word? It's out of my court. It's in your court. It's in your hand. The house better be in order. Thus said the Lord. Quit playing around. He ain't coming for the unfaithful to take back with him to heaven. He's coming for the faithful. He's wanting a faithful bride. He wants a hungry bride. In the name of Jesus. Search us all out of us. She can have money. He can have a lot of money. He can have a lot of money. He can have a lot of money. What if this was it? Much is given. Much is required. In Jesus' name. Amen.